Hi, everyone. Thanks for, for having me here tonight. I'm really honored to be part of the group and just love this topic about being fierce and about being bold. And really, to me, it's about getting in alignment with your higher purpose, your passion, what really moves you. We just, I heard of a, my mom's friend who, not to be starting on a sad note, but who, who died really at a younger age than most people would ever want. And I was just reflecting and she was sharing her, my uncle passed away two years ago and also was younger. And I was just really reflecting on the fact that hopefully we're all here for a long time. But for me, one of the things that moves me, like literally moves me every single day is this idea that I never want to look back and feel like I missed out on the opportunity to really fully be present and expressed and make an impact. And that has helped me a lot in being (laughs) fierce, sometimes fierce, sometimes with fear, but still fierce and bold. And I just occurred to me as I was really kind of in that space thinking about, you know, we just, we, it's one day at a time. And I know if you're in this community, I know Carolyn, you're such a light. Rochelle, I know you, you're a light. I have not met you, Stacey and Amber, but I'm, I know if you're in this group, you're here because you have a bright light to shine. You have things to do here. You have your purpose and passion to express. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really honored to be here tonight and to share and hopefully just connect and really hear. Like, I'm curious. I, I'm actually really curious. Like, what does being fearless mean to you? And why is fearless so important in your life? Like, I would love if you have pen and paper, you could just write a few notes or just reflect for a few minutes. And then I would love to hear. I love that it's an intimate group because we can all share, but I'd love to hear from each of you. Like, what is it about fearlessness? Why is that important to you? What does that mean to you? Welcome to Finding Your Fears podcast sharing lessons and stories about creating the life and business you deserve. With me, your fierce guide, Carolyn Colleen. Well, to me, being fierce, which is fearless, it's not exactly being fearless, but working through fear. Because there's always fear. I mean, there's those negative self-talking voices. And you have to be kind of afraid of something in order to somehow worth it too. <laughs> so to me, being fierce in that piece of fearless is really practicing being present, yeah. resonating with your courage and your authenticity, mm-hmm. and, and pushing past that fear, which is part of the model that I teach, which is five minutes at a time. And so that's what I break it down to. And that's how I use it. Love it. I love it. Yeah, we'll come back because I have all these questions coming about like, We'll come back to the fierce moments in your life, especially recently. It's beautiful. Yeah, I was thinking fierce, fear is is gonna be there. I mean, if there's not some fear, I'd be curious, where's the fear? Because often, not always, it's often there. Yeah. How about Amber or Stacy or Rochelle? Like, what does it mean to be fierce and why is this important to you? I'll go ahead. I think I'm listening, and what's coming to mind is when you go to do something, why not do it like full out? That's the way I am. I'm like full out because it is, I don't think there's really a right or a wrong way of doing something because everybody's perception is different. So where I might feel like something that I achieved where I won, someone can look at that and look at it as a failure. Yeah. So if it's all about someone else's maybe opinion 
or a perception, the, the mind matters. It's what I think. And I think that using that, I mean, of course, we all know right from wrong and we wouldn't any want to do anything to hurt anybody. But yeah. if we're going to go, I go hard because why not? Yeah. The, the worst thing that can happen is it didn't work out so well. Yeah. That's still a win because, okay, well, that didn't work great or it could go the other way. And it's like, yes, this is great. So I'm not really fearful and I'll go hard because it's all about who's gaining from it. And if it's for me, then I don't have to worry if I'm moving forward, I'm not failing. So powerful, Stacey. So really what I'm hearing you say is, which this is like some people never get to this in their life, that place where it's intrinsically motivated, where it's about how you, if it matters to you and and taking out others' opinions, which I have a thing I heard, I come from a a 12-step background. I struggled with food addiction and I was in 12 steps for a long time. And one of the things that we learned is what other people think of me is none of my business. And so I'm hearing you really live that. Like if it feels like you're moved by it, you're going to take bold action. And that is freaking awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that is awesome. And I'll share with you guys in a moment. I realized I didn't really introduce myself and I can explain a little bit like why being fierce has been so important in my life and why this topic and in addition to loving Carolyn and feeling like she's my sister, this topic and this subject, especially for women, is so, so, so important. So thank you for sharing. So who is Rochelle? Do you want to go next? Sure. Okay. I would say I'm in alignment with what has been stated already. And it's that being brave enough to stand alone. But it's also like understanding my authenticity and acting in alignment with my values to like mm-hmm. fulfill that passion purpose with that fierceness, with that edge of like, it doesn't matter what it's going to take. I'm going to get this done because I have to like that burning desire within me to like overcome all the bullshit to put it away <laughs> and um, do it anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I think what you're also, what I'm getting to is the bullshit can be like our ego, our fears, our thinking we're not good enough or worthiness or whatever. And I don't know, but you guys, I have found the worst critic is often the one that lives in my head, not in my heart, but in my head. So I love that. The whole getting, just getting over the bullshit. I love how you said (laughs) that's it. Awesome. Yeah. And what I love in that, what you wrote, Amber, is regardless. So kind of what Stacey was saying, like, no matter what is being said, and the other word that popped out to me is evolve. I think fierce and evolve. And here's the thing. I mean, I'm not saying anything new. You know, if you look out at nature, which I think is the best teacher we have, nothing is stagnant. It's fierce all the time. I mean, I just saw a deer jump out into the highway and I'm like, I wouldn't be fierce like that, but go for it. Right. But like nature is constantly being fierce and evolving. We're from the same family. So that's really powerful what you said, Amber. I love that. Um, When I think about fierce, um, the word that pops right up is unstoppable. And then um, having the grit and resilience to reach my God-given potential. That's awesome. I'd love to come back to you about how you tune into your potential how you connect to that. I'm going to make a little note because that's a great, I love what you just said. You said your God-given gifts. Is that how you said it? I love what you said. Yeah, God-given potential. Potential, I love that. So 
if it's okay, I just wanted to share really briefly, kind of just jumped right in. I'm like, oh, you know what? Some of you have no idea who I am and some of you know me well. And I will just, I'm sorry if you know me well, I'm going to just give a quick intro because just so you have a sense like who the heck this lady is. <laughs> Why is she here tonight? So in addition to loving Carolyn right away, which was a given, a lot of the reason I have my own business today, I do, I call myself an intuitive coach. I have a master's degree in health and wellness coaching. I have been coaching for about 10 years. I teach coaching at Georgetown. And I also, in addition, have written two books and I do a lot of speaking and building community around tapping into your inner wisdom, your heart intelligence, and learning how to use that as a superpower. But really the thing that this sounds like all nice and fine, right? It's like, oh, you have your own business, like, great. Let me tell you something about, I'm going to share about three fierce moments really quickly to give you a sense of like why this word and what you're talking about is so important to me. I, about 17 years ago, was in a car with my hand in a big bag of M&Ms, like six pounder from Costco, as I'm driving right hand in the M&Ms. And my brain told me to drive into a tree. Obviously, I did not drive into a tree. Thank God. I got myself to a meeting, a support group, and I'm good now. So you can (laughs) take a sigh of relief. But I was really struggling with using food to cope with emotions. I was in a marriage that I was miserable in. I was in a body and personhood that I was miserable in, namely myself. And I was feeling like an imposter and like this happy, smiley person that really wasn't happy. And one of those fierce, most powerful decisions was to get myself help, to get a support group. And from there, my whole life shifted. And so what happened was I ended up really doing a lot of deep work on myself. Like I said, for like thousands of hours, thousands of dollars in therapy and every personal development program, you can learn about yourself. And that's, I wrote a book that helps you to do that. So you don't have to spend $40,000 to do that. But one of the things I got from this looking at my using food to cope with emotions was I realized I had been stuffing under the rug my feelings about my marriage, about my health, about my career. And so if anyone's ever played dominoes, sometimes what can happen is one thing, like the little domino falls over. The next thing I knew, I woke up in the middle of the night with a full-on panic attack with two kids under the age of two. And I realized I was not okay in that household. I don't say that divorce is the way to go, but for me, uncoupling and getting divorced was was my truth. On the outside, it looked awesome. There was no abuse. It was a very fierce move. It was a very bold move. I felt intuitively that it was not a good fit. I'd known that for a long time. We were married and together 15 years. This was 10 years ago now at this point. But I'll, I'll tell you, like I... There was no good reason to get out of that marriage. To everyone else, if anyone's ever been through this, everyone would, you know, I had a lot of people that would say, you guys look so good together. I don't understand. Like you look perfect together. And I'm thinking that has zero to do with it. I am miserable. Like energetically, for many reasons, we do not align. And so I got a divorce with a big family that did not believe in divorce. If you've ever been in that situation, that's not an easy thing. And that was Another fierce move in my life that really started to show me, I was raised with the good girl mentality, like just be nice, be good, Julie, be kind. And I was doing something that to them was not kind and nice, but to me it was. And that ended up, the next domino went. And then the next domino after that was my health totally had a breakdown. My thyroid stopped working. I was under a lot of stress. And I 
made a fierce move to just completely redo my entire well-being completely. I started, I changed the entire way. I looked at my body, took care of it, stopped pushing myself to the nth degree, ate differently, went back and got my master's in health and wellness coaching and was like, I got to help in this arena. And then of course, the last domino is my work. And I realized, so this is ironic. Anyone who's ever been to Panera Bread, like coffee, scones. Yeah. So I was there 11 years, right? Good place. So the joke was I was head of recruiting. The franchise I worked for was the biggest, most successful in the country. And I had recruiting. I was in charge of recruiting. And I also dealt with customers that were really frustrated or upset or slipped and fell or wanted to sue them. Basically, that's who I dealt with. And I started having these customers who were upset, like the chicken was left off their salad. And the next thing I knew, because I would be coaching them, realizing I was coaching them, I had all these random customers calling in to talk to me. And I thought, this is weird. Like, I'm not getting paid. I'm literally kind of in therapy with them. Like, it's a hotline. And they're asking for you. Like, it was just very weird. And I realized something hit me. I woke up and I was like, I'm meant to do more in the world and I want to help and serve at a different level. And I left my job, my cushy day job with benefits as a single mom. If anyone's ever done the single mom thing, and that is a little scary, I left and decided to start my own business. This is about six years ago. And the first part-time coaching job I took with this startup company was all men that ran it. I love men, but these men were out of integrity. And I took it as a part-time job and knew I'd start my own thing. And within three months without getting paid at all, they couldn't pay me. I told them I was done. I did not just leave my job to be in a space of non-integrity. And so there was the fierce move number four. I was like, well, here we are. Single mom, (laughs) I'm just going to be out there. (laughs) All right, God, universe, like, here we go. Use me, please. And then I started hearing a voice that said, write a book. And I got to tell you guys, I was told I was really flowery in high school writing. I was in journalism, but they always put me on the announcements and the artist. I did not write a lot because I wrote very flowery (laughs) and I'm hearing to write a book. And so the fierce, what happened was the more steps I took that were fierce and then saw that I was okay. And not only okay, honestly, I started to thrive. And what happened was I built a muscle that allowed me to feel like fierce and being bold when it's in alignment with my higher self, my intuition, my guidance, that became my new MO, modus operandi, way of doing life. And wrote this book, which by the way, writing that book is the reason I'm in this community today. And with you, Carolyn and Rochelle, we knew each other, obviously. Like, had I not listened to that, and there were a lot of voices saying, Julie, who are you to write a book? Like, there's a lot of books out there, and there are. But I got used to, just like when you go to the gym, you know, and you start getting back into shape, I was used to this fierce muscle. And so if we could, we had enough time, I I will pause there because I could go on, but there have been so many moments. I'm actually in one right now where I'm redoing my whole business model. I, my inner wisdom is yelling like to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm letting go of clients, businesses that are not in alignment, which feels real fierce, a little bit of fear, fear, because I'm still, even though I'm remarried, I still, we don't mingle finances. So I'm still feel like a single mom and it's just become my new muscle. And today I trust it. So that's a little bit of my story. It's why I believe in this concept. And I do feel that 
when you align, and I think you had said this, Qualia, about your God-given potential, you know, I really believe, and I was curious, we can go into that a little bit, because I, I think when you take the ingredient of connecting to that, your higher purpose, and you take the ingredient of fierce and being bold, and like you had said, Stacy, not worrying what others think, right? And Rochelle, like you said, just getting over the bull. <laughs> and and Amber, you know, you talked about regardless of criticism and failure, because we can just assume there's going to be some trust me, I got a lot of criticism for getting divorced to this amazing guy and this amazing family. They're like, what the heck are you doing? Didn't matter. It was my truth. We get to, that those ingredients together of aligning those two. All I can say is the miracles just keep unfolding. And I'm curious, I'd love to hear just almost like your high point fierce moment? Like what has been a high point fierce moment in your life that you look back on now and you're like, I am so grateful that I moved through that. I would actually love to hear. I don't know if you've talked about that yet. And if you did, then pick another one or go back to the same one. Okay. I just re- side note, I recently saw something on Facebook, which I have been off social media for weeks now because I it was getting to me. Yeah. Like everybody is moving forward and I might be moving forward, but I don't feel like I am, but I could be. So I, I didn't look at anything anybody else was doing because I really kind of need needed to just to not have that in the back of my mind. But I did see something that said doing great things is great, but raising someone who turned out to be great is like just as good as, for example, like being a CEO. Like I did something great and it wasn't something I did. It was something that I did for somebody else. Okay. So my greatness might not show to me personally, but, and I'm going to the question. I think I was fierce raising Nick Mm. for the 18 years. If that makes sense. Like, and I'm always the black sheep in any group. I will always, I don't fit and that's okay. Cause I always come out of like left field. It's just always been that for me. I like it. So my fierceness was trying to raise my son, Nick for the 18 years. And, and that was every day because I did not know what to expect. Mm. Okay. And that's, and you can put that in raising children. You just don't know. And I'm happy because I feel like I did something great. And it's my kids, my children. And and she didn't mention she's also an author. Oh, yeah. And she's also a fierce advocate and friend. Like in this group, she's the first one to offer up like empowering life lessons in questions. And she's a fierce friend. Like she's there. When you, when you say, hey, Stacy, show up, she's there. So there's quite a few things that you're just missing here, Stacey, but <laughs> I mean, she is a phenomenal mother. Yes. But uh, she's also many, many other things. So, but I, but if I had a pinpoint right now, what I am fierce was raising Nick mm-hmm. and the fruits of my labor <laughs> are only just now becoming evident. Well, in the last two years or so, yeah. if I can say, Oh my God. Okay. Every day was putting your absolute best in it. And mine doesn't happen to be 
like a company, mine happens to be a person. That's what I wanted to say. That's where I was going. Yeah. You're this just to be a really long way to get there, but yeah. mine is not like mine is in a person. Mine is in like a company or a business. Yeah. Is that okay? Oh yeah. Goodness. Okay. Fierce is fierce. Are you kidding? I actually yeah. let me tell you something. Raising children that is one of the most fierce things I know of. Woo! Yeah. Okay. So I would not say I've mastered that at all. Let me tell you something. <laughs> not. Well, um, I don't live at home, so I'm going to say I mastered it. That's amazing. Out, so. That's beautiful. No, I love what you said. That is, and I think just with Carolyn adding, it's like there are other ways. There's so many ways. It sounds like that you've just shown up as fierce. Yeah. Thanks. But I, I would say, it is. It was in raising my kid. It's not. It. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome example. She's a fierce mama. <laughs> Thank you. Mama, I love that. Yeah. Who else would like to share? I see Amber said my long fierce moment going back to school and getting my x-ray license. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I think as adults going back to school anytime is super duper fierce because <laughs> A, like most people don't want to go back to school is takes time and energy and can be a big commitment. That's awesome, Amber. Very cool. Rochelle or Walia? I guess I would say my latest fierce experience has been going back and looking at a wound that I didn't have the courage to look at before. And the more I go through this evolutionary process of healing that I just really am starting to understand that it is an evolution and it's layers upon layers that we have to uncover before we can have the courage and the love for ourselves to look at certain things. And so um, this is something that I I was unable to even look at before. And so Mm -hmm. last May-ish, I just stopped. Like I stopped putting things out there. I I just stopped doing and took the time to pause and gave myself permission to take the time and the energy to move through that. And it's something I'm still working through, but taking that time to just stop and take the energy and focus to go through that and feel all the feelings and like let those everything I've been holding on to since I was a kid like letting that go and letting that process and letting it hurt and letting myself be sad and moving through that was was really difficult and I feel like it took a lot of courage to open up that wound again yeah but thank god I did what do you might can I ask you a quick question just because I think sure. we can all learn. First of all, I think I told you guys I used food to handle emotions, like going into emotions, especially the ones we're not talking like joy. Usually it's something like a trauma or despair or sadness or anger. I blocked them for years. I just put padding on my body and blocked them. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot of courage, a lot of fierceness to go into emotions, especially if there's a wound that you've been become aware of and just curious what the positive payoff was for doing that. It has been, I can see new things now. Like I have become much more in tune with my intuition, connecting with my heart, like seeing opportunities where I didn't see them before. Like it's really broken out my heart, broken open my heart, Mm -hmm. I would say. 
Yeah. I just think something you're saying, uh, this is really, really powerful. I, I guess this is something I know I've been uncovering myself and I'm curious who else here has had this. I know for so many years I avoided these kinds of feelings because I felt like I needed to protect my heart. But what I'm hearing you say, Rochelle, and this is what I found, I'm curious to everyone else, we're designed to be able to move through the whole spectrum of emotions, everything from despair to joy. And when we allow ourselves, what you're saying is, I actually think a lot of dis-ease and stress and lack of energy and issues that we struggle with happen when we don't move naturally and allow ourselves to be in those emotions. And so what I'm hearing you say, I know for me, years of not speaking my truth and blocking that down, I really believe affected my thyroid. I mean, I have a thyroid disease today, which is a blessing kind of, you know, I le- I've learned our bodies. What is it that your issues, tissues, your issues stay in your tissues. So the fact that you allowed yourself and the reminder that we're designed to feel those feelings, I think increases the ability to be fierce when we know that we're meant, our heart is meant to go through the whole range. Cause if you're like me, I frankly, if like it wasn't happy or joyful, I was like, uh, no, thanks. See ya. I'll just press it down. I'll just stuff it down, way down, down until finally it was like, nope, can't be stuffed nope. down. So thank you for sharing. It's really, really powerful. And it illustrates that we were meant to go through that. Your heart, you said your heart broke open. Yeah. So awesome. Well, yeah. How about you? Do you, is there anything you'd like to share? Well, first of all, I love all the comments that I'm hearing from everyone. And I love all the fierce stories. Gosh, you've done a lot. <laughs> you really have, Julie. So a lot has been going through my mind as you guys are speaking. And I think my biggest fierce thing was fighting for debt freedom. Because number one, it took a long time, but it was something that I honestly, because I grew up with a dad who was an alcoholic. Mm. And when he retired from the United Nations, because he was an alcoholic, he blew their entire retirement. So now when I think about we have to support my parents, it was one of the things that I thought, you know, I'm going to promise myself that we're never going to live like that. So I think maybe initially it started out of, well, first of all, revelation that we were living with more month than we had money. And then that whole fear of like looking forward, what was our life going to look like? Or even if like we happened to, to die early and our kids were left you know, what would their future look like? So, of course, God brought that revelation to us and introduced, you know, the Dave Ramsey. And that's so fighting for that, just not knowing how it was going to work because we had so much debt. Yeah. But just going for it and seeing it actually happen. That was just one of the most, probably the most invigorating (laughs) events because it honestly just changed our whole family line. It changed our whole family line. But you know, I love what Rochelle is, is saying because I've been working through like identity. I think identity, I think a lot of the issues that we face are because we don't really know who we are. Mm. And so, um, we, you know, when, when you start thinking about fear and you start, you know, my friend Jenny wrote a book and she asked, she always says, ask yourself these three questions of where your fear is coming from. Is it, do you feel like I'm alone? I'm all alone. Is it, I don't have anyone to help me? Because you're believing these things. Or three, I'm not good enough. Like, where are you in the scenario that you're dealing with? Is it, you're believing that you're not good enough? And I think that's one of the things that I, you know, when I start to think back, a lot of my issues are having that belief of I'm not good enough. Yeah. And working through that. 
being fierce enough to say, hey, you know what? No, God has given me gifts. And with the things that when you talked about where people are recognizing that you're good at something and they're, they constantly come to you for it, that's a gift. But then how do you turn that gift into something that you can actually receive income from it? I think I'm at that crossroad. Mm. Yeah. So. Beautiful. Wow. Wow. I'm still taking in the whole, like what you must've experienced with your dad and then to be facing that and then to turn it around. That takes a lot of fierceness and frankly, a mindset shift and faith. I would imagine. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I know Dave Ramsey a little, actually one of my first friends, financial planners did all, did a lot of stuff with him in his work. I did. Yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. You know, it reminded me, I, um, just here at my desk, I happen to have, if you guys will indulge me, I'll read this amazing quote because I really feel like it's connected to what you just said, Wally, about the worthiness piece shining. So I'm a big, I'm a big Marion Williamson fan. I don't know if anyone else, I, I actually, president or not, I actually just have always really liked her quotes and her work. And so I'm just going to read it to you guys. I try to read this every day and I think it's worth it. If you guys are cool with it, I'll read it quickly. I think it goes perfectly with what we're saying. So she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I just feel like this is what you guys, this is with each other. And even going back to Stacey and Michelle, what you said earlier on in the beginning about, you know, I think everyone's alluded to this. Sometimes other people, I think what happens is it's not that we're always worthy, right? It's just some people are really intimidated or don't realize they have the same light. And so they can feel in your fierceness, not good enough. They can feel lack of worthiness. And so I have something that I do, if this helps you, because I do think as you start stepping into your light, whatever that is, however that looks, there are going to be people that can't handle it and that are jealous or turned away or feel like you shouldn't do that. And for me, what helps, because I like to stay in a high, high road, kind of positive, high vibrational place is what I say to myself is I'll say, you know, I'm just going to bless them and hope that they're able to find the deep divine connection within them. So they remember who they are, because I think sometimes we forget and I forget, trust me, trust me, I forget. So I'll sometimes say to myself, like, bless you, Julie, just you're divinely connected. You forgot. And sometimes that can happen with social media, like Stacey, you're saying, taking yourself off for a little bit. So I'm just curious about any thoughts that are coming up right now, any takeaways, like wisdom. I feel like we've said a lot of different things. What are you getting from this? 
What are you taking away from the conversation? What's bubbling up? I'll say something. <laughs> when I heard the word pause, a coworker and I actually have that written across our computer because sometimes we get a little edgy with each other. And when we feel like we're going to be angry or maybe get snippety, we pause. And for us, it means pray and use spiritual energy. Beautiful. And when I heard pause, I was like, oh, we pause all the time. Like just when you feel like you just know you're negative, you're thinking or you're going to do something negative. Yeah. Pause. Mm. And, and then pray and use spiritual energy because and we like it because it's not saying rely on yourself. It's saying rely on spiritual energy. Like you stop because you can't, you know, you're not going to be able to control this if yeah. you don't use another energy, a better energy than the energy you're using right now. That's beautiful. Brilliant. I love that. I love that. I've never heard that way of the acronym for pause. That's beautiful. Well, she, we liked it. We probably heard it wrong, but it works for us. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's like I use for fear, false evidence appearing real. If you've ever heard right. that. Yes. So, but when she said pause, I was like, oh, pause is so good. And then you're using something that's higher than you are. Yeah. And like, it's a big shift. I don't do it hundred percent of the time, but I try. I have some meditations up on an app called Insight Timer. And actually part of the reason they're there is because Rochelle, it's a whole other story whole other story for another day. And I got to tell you, I have a lot of them up there now and get comments all the time. And I got my first really comment. In fact, for the, I was actually like, wow, I have a podcast as well. And I had, I put up my, one of my talks and the person, all there was, was the emoji of a horse and then the poop emoji. You can see it. And I was like, the first part of me, <laughs> the first was like, I feel like you're writing in hieroglyphics. What does that mean? And then I'm like, oh, that's so good. That was one star out of five. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this must have been really bad, which I didn't think it was that bad. And I'm thinking like, okay. And then the, one part of me was like, well, I must have made it if I have a really shitty comment. Like, cause I've heard, heard that. And then of course my ego took over and was like, oh my God, this is awful. Right? Like it's fierce to put our stuff out there. You're going to get a poop emoji sometimes. I, <laughs> you can check it out. It's the talk by the Dr. Judith Orloff on surviving as an empath. I was like, shoot, that is out there terrible. So continue to move on and stay connected. And being able to say that up to that person after I took a breath, bless her. I don't know what triggered her in that conversation. Maybe I spoke too much or spoke, who knows, but... You know what? I'm just going to say bless her. I can't change. I can't change her. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. check that out, you guys. You will see it. It is. It's actually funny. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about, I've been doing videos myself too, because God told me I'm stepping out of my comfort zone this year. <laughs> but one of the things that you just brought up is I'm waiting for one of those little poop emojis. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's going to come. I mean, just, we're just not liked by everybody. So but you're not relevant until you get a poop emoji right <laughs> exactly i almost want a screenshot you guys can see i i actually my brain was like what i was like horse i was like oh my gosh you horse crap got it you 
think that's terrible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The poop and way, way to be fierce, Bolly, because I see and I like every one of your videos and it's awesome. I love it. I love it. So, and you are getting out there and you're doing it. And not been doing it. Yeah. You are doing it. Yes. <laughs> fierce. Fierce. <laughs> Any. Amber, Rochelle, what you're getting. Oh, I see Amber wrote the quality. Oh, the quality of the women on tonight's, tonight is second to none. Loving all of these vibes. Awesome. We love you, Amber. Even though I can't see you, that doesn't matter. We can feel you. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely second to that as well. And I love what you say about going doing videos, Paul, yeah because I've been doing them, but I don't advertise that I, I, I like, record them and I post them to YouTube, but I don't tell anybody <laughs> because I'm too scared, but I'm getting there. I'm growing. <laughs> well, first of all, I think that's fantastic. And if it's okay, Carolyn, I was going to ask for everyone to kind of commit to something fierce that they're going to do between now and your next call. So Rochelle, maybe you can start <laughs> telling people about the YouTube videos. <laughs> Yes. You have to tell people so we can like them and listen to them and help. <laughs> well, and then pretty soon you you'll be out in the public and they'll go, "Hey, I've been watching your videos." You know, like you have. That's <laughs> absolutely. So, are there any fierce actions, inspired fierce actions that anyone wants to that you want to commit to? Okay, I'll do one. <laughs> okay, I work for Ocean County Office of Senior Services, okay, in the county. And I, I just celebrated 11 years working there. And I know that a position is going to be opening up. And I know a lot of people want me in there. I'm not sure, but I'm going to be fierce that if it is offered to me, I'm going to make sure that if I do take the position that I get the raise or the bump up in pay that goes along with it. Because in the past 11 years, I have been promoted three times, promised a raise three times and not gotten it. And so knowing that this is a possibility I will turn down this uh, promotion and stay right where I am if they don't show me the money. Like, I'm not going to be like the nice person anymore and say, oh, yeah, no problem. It's okay. I'll do it. I'm not going to do that this time. Awesome. That's fantastic. Awesome. Our state is one of the biggest states for seniors. Yes. So we have a huge senior population and it's, you know, it's a nine to five, but it's so I work very hard. You don't see it because it's in the community. Yeah. So mine isn't like flashy. It's not, and you don't get credit or people don't see progress because it's in a community, but doesn't make it less. Yeah. No. Sounds yeah. It's one of those quiet jobs. But if you look amongst the community yeah. and our older population is getting the help and for quality of life then that's like the bigger picture, but not people don't see that, but that's what we do. <laughs> um, so, so you have to keep us informed so that we can send you yeah. prayers and positive vibes to stand up and be fearless and fierce, right? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> to turn down a promotion because yeah, because I've gotten burnt there three times, but so, and I'm not going to do it again. So 
I will say no. You got this. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you. Amazing. Inspired, fierce action. Who else? I'll go next. Okay, so I am DISC certified. You guys know what DISC is? Yeah. And I've been kind of sitting on it instead of... So I have codes to give out, but been just scared to reach out to people <laughs> to use it. So at least, okay, I'm going to commit to at least send getting one person to do the assessment and letting that be my first person to kind of help with it. Beautiful. So is that, uh, is that like being an executive coach, what kind of, is that um, the first step? Well, I, I could help a lot of people with it, actually, especially companies. Because mm-hmm. if you can get the leaders in a company to understand their disk profile it'll give them a more awakening of the people that they lead versus manage mm-hmm. um in an organization and to be able to if they can see the value in it then i can potentially be led to their people being th- them allowing me to to take their people through the disk assessment as well you got the right people on the call well yeah yeah, <laughs> Julie. Julie's been coaching for many years. I've been coaching corporate coaching and executive coaching. So, yes, you got the right people. We'll push you. <laughs> Can I add one quick thing, if it's okay? Yes. So I keep wanting. My daughter's name is Dahlia, and I keep wanting to call you Dahlia. Oh, love it. I love it though. It's beautiful. The other thing to remember is that this service that you offer. I know just well. I used to lead MBTI in similar, these assessments can bring to life aspects of people that they don't typically look at. And it's actually, it's almost like a disservice not to share it. You know, you're sharing it helps people to get greater awareness. Most people, not us here, but a lot of people don't actually spend time on digging into their strengths or their, their wiring. And, um, it's, it's, you're really adding an enormous value. So I just want to remind you. As your peers, that adding a lot. Thank you. Super exciting. But you're going to send it to at least one person. Yes. In what time frame? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. We're going to see it. Going to share it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle. And then I'll be. Okay. <laughs> I have a series of events coming up. And so my fierce action is to get people to those events. So getting out in the community and promoting those events at least once a week. And that makes me pretty frightened, but <laughs> I know I have to do it if this is, or if, because this is the path. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's necessary. And th- that is another uh, realization that came out of this whole healing process was like my ability to connect with others as well and my need for that. So awesome. So we're going to see you promoting and uh, then so we, we will see the promotion so that we can help and promote it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. Go show. Go Balia and Stacey. All right. And Amber said, I'm being fierce and learning everything I can about pursuing entrepreneurship in real estate and want my boyfriend and I to be done working our nine to five jobs in five years. Nice. Fantastic. Nice. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you (laughs) for allowing me to be fiercely part of the fierce group. I guess I'll just ask one more time. Are there any 
takeaways or anything that's burning desire, like I got this or now I'm seeing this. I kind of, I like to ask it because sometimes at the very end, there's like, oh yeah, I just figured this out. I know I'm reminded like, it's really important, especially as women to be fierce in a way that's honoring our divine purpose and voice. And so I'm just, for me, where I am is like, I'm fiercely supporting each of you to be fierce in your life and to be to really fully step out and be fully self-expressed, everybody here, because our world really is needing that. We need that. And as you do that, whether it's in the community where you're saying, Stacey, it doesn't matter if we see it or not, anybody, it doesn't matter. This all makes an impact. You never know who you're inspiring either. I just feel like we need more women, awesome women that are able to be fierce and grounded and taking inspired action. So I'm really, I'm grateful to be part of this. And I'm really, I'm inspired after being on this call from each of you, truly. Yes. Thank you for your amazing energy, Julie, and for bringing your insight and for making it just a very personal call. That's beautiful. So thank you. It was, it was really awesome. I, I really enjoy all of your insights and especially your your the energy i mean i can't say that enough because it's just something that it emanates from you and um and it, it just always feels good mm-hmm. to be in the presence of other people who uh, people on this call exactly and people that are speaking from their heart you can speak authentically and you can help each other and share that energy so thank you thank you those are awesome <laughs> Well, we'll be following up, ladies. So uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. And we'll be following up on these uh, goals that you have. <laughs> and feel free to reach out to Julie. Now, Julie has three books. She said two, but she actually has three. And yeah, amongst many other things that she does, you know, she kind of drops she's podcast and she's also speaking. She also does coaching. She also does, you know, many other things. <laughs> so um, quite humble. But uh, please reach out to Julie. If any questions or in order to get her book, all of that is posted right into the in the Facebook group. You know, Julie is here. So um, I just volunteered you up. So, <laughs> so yes. So thank you so much. I'm so blessed to have you and so good to see you and so good to see all of you ladies. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening and we'll talk soon. Yes. Okay. Thank you all. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Finding Your Fears podcast. Be sure to hit the follow button so you get notified every time a new episode releases. Please share this episode with someone who might want a little more Sears in their life. And for more information about how we can work together, go to carolyncolleen.com. Talk to you soon.